I'm being followed by soldiers of the First Order. I need to get in the cantina. We're all trying to get somewhere, sir. It's a big galaxy. Lots of things are far, far away, okay? Just a moment. Join the hosts of Brick City Blockade in the Cantina for an open discussion of a galaxy far, far away. All right, Star Wars fans. It was Twas the Night Before the Last Jedi, and all the Star Wars fans were geeking out just like all of us are here at the Brick City Blockade <laughs> Star Wars Podcast Network. We're here with a special episode of the Cantina with my co-host Jim Roberge in the studio here. We've got Christopher James Letty on location at Octu there with Luke and his porgs. And guys, just excited. Everybody else on the network has had the chance to share their thoughts about you know what they're hoping for, what they think they'll see. Again, I'm just going to let everybody know right up front, the three of us have not seen the film right now, although our good friend Scott Inch is in the theater right now in yeah, Scotland right now. as yeah. we're recording. And we have told him, do not say anything because the rest of us still have to wait about 24 hours to see it at the time of this recording. Hopefully we can get this edited and out and so you can listen to this and our silly final thoughts before <laughs> the film actually hits because we don't know anything. Nothing. And and the, and I guess, Jim, I know specifically we were talking right before we recorded, you and I have just tried not to talk Star Wars at all. And, and we frequently talk throughout the week and... I just I, nobody wants to say anything to anybody. We want to go into this film as spoiler free as possible. So, Chris, I know you're kind of in the same boat, but Jim, what have you done to this point to be about as pristine as you can at this point? I've avoided. I, I'm not a big Facebook user anyway, but uh, I, I pop on there a few times a week and I haven't been doing that. I'm a big Reddit user, but I have completely stayed away from anything that's on my front page coming from the Star Wars subreddits that I subscribe to and uh, just kind of stayed in other non Star Wars related subreddits. Other than that, I mean, it's it's really kind of just putting my head in the sand, to be honest with you. I've, I've even been hesitant at times to check in on any of our um, Facebook uh, messenger chat rooms that we all have going on for these various podcasts and the main ones that I'm also involved in and just trying to avoid it all. I want to go into that theater and just not know any more than the little bit that I've read in Variety magazine, entertainment magazines, and then what I've seen in the trailers. I, it's probably going to be the, the most pristine, to use your word, that I <laughs> possibly could be to go into a Star Wars movie. So, Chris, the excitement at this point is palpable. I mean, it's it, it's at a fever pitch. We've seen a lot of people. We've talked about it on the network with Robin Vogt and Scott Inch and just getting everybody so excited. We've had the world premiere by this point. We've seen a lot of our friends in the Star Wars community that were lucky enough to go to screenings. They've been sharing their thoughts. We won't share what they are on this podcast. But, Chris, what have you done? Have you put your head in the proverbial sand like Jim has? I, I really have tried to. Facebook, I've barely, I only check the notifications. And if anything is pertinent, I'll click on it. But I haven't scrolled through the feeds, stayed off Twitter for the most part, other than our own group chat, just retweeting stuff there and completely avoided Instagram. I've already, you know, I have come across a couple things, a couple headlines and stuff here and there. But you know, other than that, I've uh, pretty much stayed clean to this point. I am envious of both of you. So we're gonna play a little. <laughs> we're gonna play a little game with the both of you, just because I've already shared my thoughts. Our listeners don't need us to hear all of that again. But Jim and Chris, what I want to do is a little game that we come up with. You know, we're inconsistent here on the Cantina. 
we were talking before we aired. We don't even know what episode number is this, so we don't need no stinking episode <laughs> numbers. But Jim came up with a little fun game that I want to try with both of you, and it's will, won't, please don't. So we're going to talk about some of the different things that you hope you see, you hope you don't see, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So, Chris, because you're the guest on the cantina this episode, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with you. And this is your, just your personal opinion, your speculation, right. your own head canon. What do you what do you think we will see in this film, The Last Jedi? Well, I mean, I, so I have avoided pretty much as many TV spots as possible. So even, you know, I don't have the imagery there if anything's been put out there. But I think think we're going to see Rey pulled pulled to a place in the Star Wars universe that hasn't been touched upon yet, some unknown area of the Force. That's my biggest thing that I think we'll see. Awesome. Jim, same question. What do you think we will see in this film? I think it's going to be a new side of Luke Skywalker. When we pretty much left him before the new trilogy uh, at the end of Return of the Jedi, I would say that he still had a lot of that innocent farm boy mentality in there. I mean, he was he was obviously a Jedi during that movie. But to me, there are still times where that comes out. And since then, uh, he's seen a lot of, you know what, and uh, he might even be a little bit jaded. So I'm just really interested to see who he's become. And I think we will see that he's become somebody very different from who we remember from the original trilogy. You know, Jim, you and I are both Luke fans, and I just, I literally cannot wait for anything more that we add <laughs> to the the lore of, of, of who Luke Skywalker is. And and we, we haven't really talked about it. I'd love to at some point probably post The Last Jedi after a lot of people, a lot of our fans and, and listeners have had the chance to listen to it. I'd love to dive back into the journey to The Last Jedi, the, the Legends of Luke Skywalker book. I feel like there's a lot of great things in there. And I don't think it was a necessary a, a prerequisite to read it for the film, but you get, you learn a lot about it. We haven't had the opportunity to talk about how Battlefront 2 might impact the, the legend of Luke Skywalker. Again, another future topic I'd love to talk about. I, just, I could talk about Luke Skywalker all day. <laughs> Jim, I'll come back to you on this one. On the other side of that, again, personal opinion, what do you hope that we won't see in this film? Well, uh, what I believe we won't see is another Death Star. And by that, I mean any type of rehash of original trilogy plot points. That was a big complaint for a lot of people, probably rightfully so, on The Force Awakens. I love the movie personally, and I agree that it's there. It's kind of hard to avoid what's staring you in the face on that one. But I think this is going to be different. And while there's going to be parallels to Empire Strikes Back, I mean... Geez, I mean, one of the big scenes in the trailer, a bunch of the new version of at you know AT-ATs lumbering uh, to come in against a uh, presumably hidden base. So uh, that kind of draws a lot of parallels right there. And we're not even getting getting into the Jedi Master in a secluded location with a basically a student. But I think this is going to feel more more like the first completely fresh story using characters from the original trilogy. Force Awakens was mostly there, but this is going to be even so uh, more different 
or from anything in the original trilogy. So that's my we won't see is uh, any type of those rehash of original trilogy plot points. I certainly hope you're right, Jim. And, and to your point with and Chris talking about a little bit of collecting here, Star Wars fandom kind of was in an uproar a little bit a couple months ago because on Force Friday, I think there was some Ravel models that had, they used some old stock images of space and it happened to have a right. Death Star in it. I know. People <laughs> lost their Fine. Jim, I, I hope to heck you're right, but I don't know if you're right or wrong. So if, if there's another Death Star in this movie, am I going to get up and walk out of the theater? Probably not, but I hope we don't see that either. That's my I hope we won't see. Chris, what do we yeah. what do you hope that we won't see in this film? It's something that I, I don't I don't think we'll see is the resistance being very successful. I think they're it's not that I I don't want them to be successful, but I think that they're gonna take a big hit, be pushed back quite a bit. That's just my feeling. I don't know. I don't, I don't know why, but I just have a feeling that's, that's how it's yeah. going to And I think we've talked about this on a prior episode of the Cantina is I, I feel like the resistance is smaller and more fragmented than the rebellion ever was. And if you're reading a lot of the new Canon books that have come out in the last couple of years, you kind of almost have a newfound respect for all the paranoia that was surrounding the rebellion back then. And, you know, where they had all of these things trying to converge together and we've touched upon it in Rebels and some of the other books that I won't spoil because they've, you know, just come out within the last couple of months. But yeah, I, I think you might be on to something there, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, not to spoil anything in the Poe Dameron comic book, but it really gives you a perspective of how small the resistance is. Leia even thinks about how they had a lot more ammunition with the rebellion than they do with the resistance. And she's at odds trying to get, get that all situated and convince the galaxy that the First Order is a threat. It's a little bit different landscape in this sequel trilogy than it was in the original trilogy. And all those comics, they those take place before The Force Awakens, right? Right. Yeah, okay, Correct. so... And also uh, to uh, Chris's point, you know, it's the it's the second one. And if there are going to be some parallels to just how the stories are put together, man, Empire Strikes Back did not end on a high note for the rebels by any means. A, a good friend of mine said has said many times that one of the re things he really likes about Empire Strikes Back is uh, the bad guys win. I mean, the end of that mm -hmm. movie. The bad guys won when you really kind of look at it. So maybe what's what we're what's in store here. And just to Chris's point, the resistance is going to take even more of a beating. So shifting gears slightly here, and Jim, I'll go back to you. This is this is like your this is your wish list. If you had the opportunity, obviously this film is in the can. Ryan Johnson isn't changing anything. Even though you haven't seen it though, Jim, what's one thing that you really hope that we see? Yeah, it, t for me, it's I want to see Luke Skywalker and, and Leia have a scene together. That's that's one of my biggest things I think about this new trilogy is we already know that we're never going to see a scene with Luke, Leia, Han and Chewie together. And I think they kind of they missed the boat. I mean, part of me hopes that maybe there was something filmed during The Force Awakens where and we don't know about it and it's going to be used in a in a future movie. Uh, I, I think that's kind of pie in the sky thinking, but it's kind of disappointing when you think about it to wait so long for these characters to come back and to have seen them go through so much in the original trilogy and have them not ever be really reunited on screen. 
as those characters. And so at the very least, I'm hoping that, you know, one last time we get a scene with Luke and Leia together. Yeah, that would tug on the heartstrings a little bit, wouldn't it, Chris? (laughs) Absolutely. What do you think? No, I mean, I can't disagree with Jim. That would be that would be pretty awesome to see them reunite in some capacity. The one thing that I really want to see is I really want to see Force Ghosts or (laughs) something along those lines. Qui-Gon, maybe the voice of Qui-Gon, you know, whether it be Yoda or Anakin or something like that. I think that would be a pretty cool touch to the movie. Oh, that's a good wish list there. So Jim, this is, you can be, you can have your tinfoil hat on or you're not, but what's like one thing you wish you don't see? What's going to be the thing that's going to just break you as an individual if, if it happens? It would be the killing of Luke Skywalker. I mean, if they kill him off, I'm not ready to see that. This is probably the last saga or trilogy that's going to involve uh, the Skywalkers is is my guess. I mean, we all know that Ryan Johnson's been given another uh, trilogy deal uh, for Star Wars, and it's going to be something completely unrelated. So I, I just I, I hope if uh, something is going to happen to to Luke before the end of uh, these three movies, that it doesn't happen in this one. That is really, I'm just not ready to see that guy go yet. That's for sure. I would weep like a man child. <laughs> there would be a great disturbance. I think we in the will, force. all would. <laughs> yeah, mo- mostly just a child, but I certainly would weep uh, openly about that. Chris, as a fan, what are, what is mm-hmm. one thing that you, if you have the same thing as Jim, that's great. But, you know, what's one thing that would just, you know, what's one thing that would just crush you if you, if you, if it ended up coming to, to fruition? Uh, for me, I just do not want to see Ray turn to the dark side. I don't want to see that at all. <laughs> I think she's going to flirt with it or, you know, like I said before, some unknown area of the force, but um, no, no dark side Ray. Please don't. Oh, yeah. God. I know. Again, I'm there with you. Again, I would weep like a child. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Ray, Ray's my girl. So, yeah. Ah, uh, guys, I literally, uh, you know, Chris, unfortunately, I know you got to wait until until Friday to see it. Yeah. And, and Jim, I know you and I will be seeing it on, on Thursday here stateside. And, and we just talked about our good friend Scott Inch is in the theater right now. He'll actually probably be coming <laughs> out of it soon. And Scott, I will fly over to Edinburgh and I will end you if you talk about (laughs) (laughs) all kidding aside, but no. And I mean, we we've talked about it on the network before too. We're going to keep this a spoiler free space for a while. We know some of our fans aren't going to be able to see it until later in the weekend. And we're going to try our best not to, I mean, if you guys think back to the force awakens, I mean, there was, pardon my French, but there was a-holes out on Facebook, you know, posting like Han dies and, and stuff and, and images. And you just can't, you can't not see it. And if one of your friends likes it or comments on it, it's like, it's there. So mm-hmm. we will in no way be participating in any of that. Our Facebook pages, we have now have a private Facebook group for listeners and fans. So if you want to interact with the hosts and those in the Brick City Blockade, you know, you can find that as part of our Facebook page and we recommend, you know, you join and, and it's it's a good safe space. That will be spoiler free. Our, you know, Instagram, Twitter, all that's just going to be spoiler free. I, I We haven't talked about it, but I would imagine it's going to be a, a, a while before we do a full breakdown as a podcast, doing a full review where we openly talk about some of these plot points. 
I know Robin and Sean from O'Neill Cinemas in Epping, New Hampshire, tomorrow night are going to be doing some live reaction. It's going to be a spoiler-free review before and after. So if you're on the fence about, I'm not going to be able to see the podcast, you know, I'm not going to be able to see the movie for a little bit. Don't worry. We're not going to spoil anything for you. Guys, Jim, Chris, any final thoughts? Man, I, I we've waited uh, over, like you've said, you and I are big Luke Skywalker fans. Three out of four of my points were Luke Skywalker related. Not to beat a dead horse, but um, I've waited over, I waited over 30 years to have a movie with Luke in it again. And uh, now I had to wait another two years for Luke to be in a movie with a speaking role. And so I am so ready for this. I, I cannot wait for tomorrow. Um, uh, Chris, I don't know how you're going to wait until Friday. I don't know how you're doing it. <laughs> I know, I know. I couldn't help it with work, but I do have Friday off. So I have the whole day to prepare myself. Very nice. Um, no, I, I'm, I'm on the same on the same boat as you guys, super excited, can't wait, just going to absorb this movie, you know, first viewing, and then uh, I don't know how many times I'm going to see it, but probably a whole bunch, and hopefully we can all get together as a group and go see it at least one time. Yeah, we need a we need a group viewing, that's for sure. We will make that happen, and I know, guys, my final thought is, I know you probably both haven't seen it because you've been staying off social media, but there's a really funny thing going around Facebook right now that has Luke and Ray at the end of The Force Awakens and Ray standing there holding the lightsaber out and like, all right, Luke, we've been doing, we've been holding this pose for two years now. We can't wait to see what the next thing happens. So yeah, oh, uh, you know, for everybody at the Brick City Blockade, we hope everybody really enjoys uh, the experience of getting a new Star Wars film. It's become synonymous with the holiday season, and its uh, I don't think any of us can be any more excited. So, guys, let's start with a little bit of plug time. This is Christopher James Letty of Vintage Viewport. Where can they find you on social media after mm-hmm. The Last Jedi? After The Last Jedi, at Vintage Viewport on Twitter and Instagram. And Jim? You can find me uh, after The Last Jedi, and because I haven't been on Twitter for about five days, I haven't even opened that thing, at uh, at Red5Jim. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, after The Last Jedi, at Jedi Scavenger SW on Twitter and Instagram. I probably said that twice. I'll edit that out afterwards. <laughs> Guys, head over to the brand new BrickCityBlockade.com. We just updated the website. It loads faster now. It's a little bit easier to read, so hopefully check it out. Let us know what you thought. We just had an article posted yesterday. Our own very own Robin Vote had the opportunity to send some questions to Claudia Gray. Yes, that Claudia Gray that has written three Star Wars books that happen to be in my top five of most recently with Leia, Princess of Alderaan. Just such a pleasure to, to hear from her. And she's a fan herself of Leia. And she's had the opportunity to write about her several different times. And it's just uh, so check out that article. Uh, conversation with Claudia Gray on the website, head over to SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating. It's one of the best ways that expose gets more exposure for the podcast network to others so we can bring in even more guests and have more epic conversations about Star Wars and the Star Wars community. So guys, I think it's going to do it. We'll catch you on the other side of The Last Jedi. And like we always say, may the force be with you. Always. Always.